0: Daniel and Vicky Hagedorn for preparing kids for life at pk4l.com and our podcast is for all things parenting. You know as parents ourselves my wife and I have the same fears every parent has which is basically some form of do I have what it takes to be a good parent but along the way we discovered some time-tested principles that empowered us with the mindset and the map to overcome those fears and to replace our insecurities with confidence. And that's why my wife and I want every parent to reclaim their rightful place as the number one expert on their own kids. We want every parent to be able to give their children a childhood they won't have to recover from and to prepare them for life as the best version of themselves. So our podcast is really just our way of paying it forward. And at PK4L, we are committed to walking alongside your journey as your personal outfitters, guides, and allies every step of the way. The third building block of an emotionally healthy home is the ability to master a certain area. Every child needs to find something that either he or she can master, something that they can do well. Now obviously, this begins with little things. Each small task that a child masters, it increases their confidence to master something a little greater, a little more challenging. And because the parents are the mentor, you are building upon your child's confidence to gradually increase the challenge. And of course, eventually, the child is learning how to step into their design. You know, uh, Ken Ken Robinson wrote a fantastic book uh, a while back called The Element right and and this book is about how when someone finds where their skills meet with their passions they have discovered the sweet spot which he calls being in their element in other words they've mastered something but here's what happens if a child cannot master something if they're not able to master it if they cannot succeed then think about it what else is left for them but despair dishonesty drug or alcohol abuse, or even worse, they will turn to whatever self-medicating behavior can offer them relief from the pain of feeling useless. From that feeling of my story has no meaning. I have my life, right? In other words, has no story to tell. There is no meaning in it. And it's, it's devastating. You know, there's a reason why instances of suicide are skyrocketing, especially among the young. Now, the rebellious teenager of course is is practically a, a cliché. But if we ever considered that perhaps a lack of mastery could be part of what's driving them into some of these unacceptable behavior patterns, I mean, think about it. Even those even though these behavior patterns are almost always self-destructive. It's giving them, the, the teenager that is, the illusion of, of getting some sort of much needed attention, either at home or at school or with their peers. So let's think about this. Let's break this down a little bit. How does a child master something? Well, basically repetition. You know, as the cliche goes, repetition is the mother of skill. Repetition provides the practice that children need to master new skills, right? And as they master that skill, they improve their speed, they increase their confidence, and they strengthen the connections in the brain that enable them to learn. Uh, A few years back, Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called Outliers. And in this book, he described, uh, or he's quoting a number of social scientists who describe what's known as the 10,000 hour rule. And so he's saying that it basically requires 10,000 hours of study and or practice in order to become a world-class level expert in something. Now, he's very careful to point out, this doesn't mean that just because you practice basketball for 10,000 hours, you will be the next Michael Jordan. But what he is saying is that if you practiced Basketball for ten thousand hours, you would be far better than the vast majority of other people trying to play basketball, right? So he's talking about he's talking about mastery, not that you're going to be the best of all time at something just because you do something for ten thousand hours. But I think he's really he's really kind of um, just reiterating in another way that old cliche that we just quoted a moment ago about repetition being the mother of skill. So there's, there's a few things you can do though that will help kind of amplify this. One of them is to establish well-defined and specific goals for your child, right? Uh, it's that idea of if you aim at nothing, you'll hit the mark every time, right? You have to know what you're aiming at. It has to be very clearly defined, especially for children. And so have a goal of what you or what the child is planning to accomplish. Because otherwise, how will you know if you've reached it? So whatever it is that your child is trying to improve, it needs to be both specific and something a little bit beyond their current ability. Right. Number two is to reverse engineer the practice plans. And of course, this starts by breaking it into smaller steps. Again, it's like that old cliche. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So what you're doing is you're breaking your child's goals down into smaller steps and then making a specific plan of when and how long you will practice each step. The third thing you can do is to be focused. You know, just going through the motions doesn't lead to mastery and neither does multitasking and getting distracted by 101 different things. If you, I know I'm throwing all these cliches out there, but I love, you know, Bruce Lee talked about this idea of, I do not fear a man who has practiced 10,000 moves one time. Rather, I fear the man who has practiced one move 10,000 times, right? It's that idea that there's power in practice and there's power in mastery. And that only happens when you're focused, right? When you're focused on one thing, not 10,000, right? So to get the most out of the practice, you need to make sure that your child is focused on each specific step. And then after they master each of these smaller steps, then you begin putting it all together in one larger seamless action. The fourth thing is you need to give your child feedback. You know, no one masters a skill by themselves. Our children need us to identify their errors and correct them with kindness, but correct them. Because here's the thing, if the child is practicing the wrong thing the wrong way, they're gonna master the wrong thing the wrong way. And it's practice that makes progress, right? The fifth thing is you wanna push your child to get out of their comfort zone. You know, the the child will never master something by doing what they already know. Now, give them a safety net, and then push them to go one step beyond their present ability, but no further in order to stretch their expertise. Now, if they end up going too fast and too far and fail, then you need to intervene to help them interpret this correctly and then rethink the limits of their comfort zone. And again, how are they thinking about this correctly? We talked about this on the other podcast it all boils down to excellence of effort. As long as your child did their best, that is a win all day long, every time, okay? And the last thing is that you need to keep your child's attention on the why. You know, this is a, this is a thoughtful process. You think about why are you doing this? You know, I remember in, when I was teaching and I found that uh, very early on, you know, if if my students knew what we were doing, but more importantly, why we were doing it, they were so much better about buying into what we were doing because they knew I wasn't giving them a bunch of useless busy work. They knew I wasn't wasting their time with stuff. They knew that even if they didn't like it, at least what we were doing was helping them achieve the goal of learning, right? So when kids know the why, They get on board with it a lot better. And it's important, you know, especially when your child has something as they get older that they're trying to master, you know, something that they really are passionate about that merges with their skill set. You know, you want to be able to help them keep going by focusing on the why, because motivation is the fuel of mastery. So if we're trying to maintain your child's motivation, then they need the emotional, logical, logistical reasons to continue. So What do I mean by that? Well, logistically, you can help your child maintain motivation simply by finding the most convenient time and place to practice. If there are too many logistical obstacles, like getting up too early, driving too far, an uncomfortable practice area, it's more likely that they will give up. The the fewer barriers your child has to practicing, the more likely they will do it. Right. And what this means in terms of the emotional and logical side of things is that parents need to be intentional in helping their child figure out why they want to do things, right? Why do they want to become the master of, you know, whatever it is they're practicing? You know, sometimes the emotional reason can even be a negative incident. You know, for example, I mentioned Michael Jordan earlier. You know, he was actually cut from his high school varsity team. And that immensely motivated him. I mean, he thrived on that, and that drove him to come to become better. Or maybe it's something positive, like maybe a teacher or a boss or a parent. You know, somebody um, gave you your child praise about their skill, and that's driving them to work harder and to practice more. Whatever it is, whatever it is, your child needs to be very clear on the why right? They need to be very clear on the why, or they will never devote the time and effort necessary to master something. So mastery is the third block of an emotionally healthy home. Thank you so much for listening. You know, we know there are literally hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there, and we appreciate the precious gift of your time. Be sure to check out our website, pk4l.com, for more resources and click on the link in the show description to download your free ebook, Building an Emotionally Healthy Home, as our gift to you. Remember, we're with you every step of the way. Until next time, have a great day.